Win. Nice. Thank you, boys. Oof. Woo! Mm. Oh. Welcome to episode one. Mitch. And we are joined today by our special guest, Adrian. Adrian, tell us about yourself, won't you? Hi, I do science sometimes, and I'm... that's it. And that's the entire criteria <laughs> for us getting a guest on the yeah. show. Um, do you do a science? Yes, yeah. I do. Yeah, that's it. And if you do a science, you've made it. Um, before we start the show properly today, I think Mitch and I should have a chat about everything leading up to this point, because to get to this point, <laughs> has it, it's been almost like a year-long journey to get to this point, filled with just... Yeah. A lot of alcoholism and confusion. <laughs> yeah. Um, we came up with the idea for the, 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 the idea for the show, the premise for the show, around a year ago now, or maybe half a year ago, uh, while we were recording a different, much more dramatic and time-consuming podcast in which we had to remain sober. Uh, <laughs> and when we, 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 we took, essentially, we'll call it like a season zero yeah. of a, a process diary of episodes trying to figure out exactly what we wanted to get out of this podcast and what we wanted to present to you guys, the listeners and audience. Uh, by the time that this episode gets released, hopefully we'll also have released the, that entire season zero, that process diary that got us to the point where we are now. But putting it as simply as possible, we are going to get drunk and talk science. Yeah. Yeah. Place, right? yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Adrian. Adrian has been us. has been with us since the start. Um, yeah. This man has copped more for his liver. Oh, it's than been terrible. Anyone else <laughs> to get to this point, and I, I think we should mention, for the purpose of the uh, process diary, we, we refer to this show as Drunk Science, uh, just because we were still figuring out a better name for it, and uh, that's what you're going to hear it be called in season zero, but. We've now come up with a better name for it. And also, we have some friends in America who have also gone with this name for a podcast. We got scooped. Yeah. What Henry's trying to say in a really roundabout way is that we got scooped on the name. No. We came up with it a while ago and it was, wasn't registered by anybody. But congratulations, people I can't remember in America. That's well it. Done. We mean no malice. Uh, our Great show is quite name. different to you guys. Yeah. But Go we're not going to mention that when, name. I mean, theirs is probably no, better. <laughs> probably yeah. better, but we're not going <laughs> to mention their name. No. Uh, this is Science Under the Influence. Yeah. That's what this is. And we start, as we always will, with our first segment, Headlines. Hey! Yeah, the premise of this, pretty simple, but very effective in terms of getting us heavily intoxicated. Simple yet effective. Yeah, right? Going clockwise, we're each going to offer three headlines, one at a time, from the last year in science. The headlines have to be either word-for-word accurate or absolutely false. The other two contestants must guess whether the headline is true or false, and after the answer has been revealed, the person providing the headline can choose to elaborate just a little further into the story if they want to. Make sense? Uh, each time a headline's validity is guessed correctly, the person who offered the headline loses a point and takes a shot. Right? So there is potential for you in one headline to take two shots oh, no. because both people have guessed your validity correctly. Ooh. And every um, every time, like I said, every time that happens, you also lose a point. So we all start in the negatives essentially mm. for this foot tonight, mm. and eventually, hopefully, someone breaks even, or we all cry. <laughs> right? Uh, before we get started... Yeah, which... I felt I should also uh, point out we've got a couple of people joining us, which is great. So almost like a live studio audience, but largely a collection of people looking at their phones. Say yeah. hello! <laughs> Clap! Hey. Hey. Look at that! Cool. What a Friday night. Yeah, what a Friday night. They were, <laughs> they were all here for the very first one of these. In yeah, like, You know, in like two years' true. time, yeah. we're going to be doing this for like the Queen or something. Wow. Right? Yeah. yeah, or at least in front of more people. Well, at least in front of more people. 
If it was just one, if it was just one person and it was the queen, I'd be okay with that. Wow, it'd be an experience, wouldn't it? I think things would have really gone south for the queen. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm. This Michael thing plays out in an ugly way. Prince, uh, Prince Charles just sneaking in from behind, like, oh, I don't is know. It time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it time? I think it's time. Uh, I think we should, I think, oh, no, the guest stars. Guest stars. Oh, guest stars. Headline. First okay. headline. Give us a headline. Okay. Uh, we can now tear CGI bread in half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Great. Uh, that, that's, that's the first that's headline that's going to leave this podcast. We can now tear CGI bread in half. I'm going to also say true. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. Woo! Cough the two. I'll leave, one. I'll leave the Jamison whiskey right next to you so you can take two at the same time. Mm, Don't thank worry you. about it. Um, lovely. Mitch, you're up. Actually, we get any more on that you want to elaborate into? or? Yeah, what's the deal? What's the deal with that? Um, Why CGI bread? There's just new technology that means they can properly represent the sponge-type structure bread of too. a nice sourdough loaf. Jeez. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. So get excited for that in the next Pixar. I'm yeah. very well, excited kind of for that. VR cooking programs. Oh, um, the Jamison gets moved to Mitch. <laughs> so, new parasitoid wasp species discovered in the Amazon can mutilate, uh, not mutilate, can manipulate hosts' behavior. Hmm. It's so long. Oh. It's a very long sentence. Super weird. I, I think it's true. I say to Adrian. Because I think hosts doesn't necessarily mean people, which is what I would normally think. Can you say it again? New parasitoid wasp species discovered in the Amazon can manipulate hosts' behavior. Can you give me the country of origin? Ah, no. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) I was 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 thinking like a spelling bee, it's okay. Um, I'm gonna say, are you saying true? I'm saying true. I'm saying true also. Okay. Is it true? Is it true? Yes. Yeah, you can, no, see, you can see the regret go over his face. Yeah, it's terrible. Proceed yeah. to take your two shots. So yeah, they live in the Amazon, uh, not surprisingly. And they parasitize spiders, like all good parasitoid wasps. Um, and people from the University of Turku, if you want oh, to check that out for yourself. Oh, very good. Yeah. You prepped for that. Did you hear that? Say it again. Oh, no. Nah. Um, <laughs> so we've got uh, parasitize on spiders. Great. 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 So that was published in the journal, as we all know and love, Zootaxa. 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 Favourite journal. Yeah. What's your headline, Henry? (laughs) I will say it after you drink that second shot, Mitch. Oh, God damn. There it is. All right. 2019. Was was the second warmest year on record? False. Yeah, I think false too. Liar. That is a real shame because it's absolutely true. That's a real oh, headline. Wow. Yeah. Oh, what you just warm? I thought it was the warmest. I was hoping you'd both say yes, and I'd be like, "That's okay." I wanted, I was wanting to drink anyways because of how warm it's getting. Climate change is oh, real, wow. you know. So <laughs> that is awkward for both of you. Uh, please take your shots. We don't have to take a shot, do we? What? No, no, sorry, you don't take a shot. I just, oh. I'm just exempt. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but you both lose a point. No, you don't. What? No, you don't. I lie. I'm sorry. This the scoring system for this part of the show has gone through such a such a tinkering process. <laughs> it's a new form. I, I, I just forget. I forget. No, I'm I am clear. Yeah, uh, it's it's been the hottest decade in 140 years. Wow. But uh, and the last five years have the the last hottest five years. It's almost like the climate has changed. It's almost like the globe. Mm. Almost like the climate is, is warming. Is warming. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds weird. Oh, well. but the, Somebody look it up. 
the last five years have all been the hottest in the last like what the, year was the, the hottest the ever it didn't say in the article oh it just said it was the second hottest year. yeah I think it was 2019 moving on <laughs> <laughs> okay um seals keep getting eels stuck up their noses <laughs> oh please be true I also want this to be true please be true Ah, oh, god damn it! What? <laughs> yeah, endangered Hawaiian monk seals keep getting eels stuck up their noses, and scientists want them to stop. <laughs> is is it is it a is it a you know mm-hmm. is it a I don't know what you're is it a sex thing? No, it's not. <laughs> a sex thing. There's two theories. Um, one is that they hold their breath underwater and then like dig their nose into places where eels are, and then the eels freak out and try and go in the nose. And then the other theory is that they eat the eel, and then I guess the eel disagrees with them. So when they throw it up, have you ever like throw it up when you're eating noodles or something, and it goes out your nose? So that. Um, so those are the two theories, but it's real. Wait, yeah, no, there it is. And you're sitting on negative four, so that's a great oh, start, Mitch. Oh, man. Oh. Hummingbirds, rainbow colours, what? Are these all, like, no. animal related? Yes, maybe. <laughs> Hummingbirds, rainbow colours, come from pancake-shaped structures in their feathers. Oh. Okay. So my, my theory is he might have changed a small detail. Hummingbirds' rainbow colors come from pancake-shaped structures, structures in, in, their feathers. in their feathers. Mm. Pancake you almost say tentacles. Structures. I said ta- I was going to say tails. <laughs> but no, tentacles. Do the hummingbirds have tentacles? I think... Yeah, I, they do, yeah. I think he's also changed something. I don't think it's hummingbirds. Part of me thinks this is him getting me back because in one of our episodes, I mentioned hummingbirds in some way. That was true. Yeah, mm. and that was true. Speaking of true, true. I'm going to say false. Hey, split decision. Great. Let's take you're, this. You're only, gonna lose, you're, only gonna, you're only gonna lose one point and not two this time. No, hundred percent correct. <sighs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, true. Wow. Yeah. It's called structural color. It's really cool. It's dope. It's the way that some butterfly wings work, and uh, butterfly wings. <laughs> <laughs> Other examples, but no, it's great. So lovely. And that's the reason why a uh, green-headed mallard duck. Oh, that's, that's what I was thinking of. That See, that's what I was trying to yeah, remember. That's structural color. So some colors work like regular colors what? do. No, no, no. It's great. Have I missed this lesson in animal biology <laughs> where you just go just name an obscure animals? They mentioned it in pancake school. Oh, I didn't go to that. That's on me. That's on me. Waffles though. Waffle irons. So the bit. Oh, oh, I know a lot so about that. So the bit of feather. The bit of the feather. Bit of feathers. Feather bit that has feather the melanin bit, in it if you will. and the melanosomes, yeah. Yeah. which we've got in our hair. Well, yes. I don't have as many. Good. So they're called barbules. Yeah. Yeah. Hummingbirds don't muck around with that. They've just got structures, like a structural made of keratin, same stuff as your fingernail, and it refracts light in such a way that they're incredibly bright. So they don't have melanin. They do, but they also have pancake-shaped structural adaptations. Why not have both? Why not have both? Poor Kalanastos. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. All right. Henry. <clears throat> Electric scooter injuries rose 222% in four years in the US. 220? 222% in four years in the United States. I think it's more. Yeah, I think it's way more. I'm going to say false. You're gonna say I'm going to take a chance. More. You're going to say true? Yeah. I'm going to say, no, I'm going to say false. You're both saying false. Both yeah. saying false. 
You guys are making this really hard on yourselves. It's an absolutely true headline. Whoa! Yeah. I've just seen so many more electric scooters on the streets. Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I can break this one down for you. It's, the streets. It, 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 it inc- the inc- I'm cool, just like people that ride electric <laughs> scooters. <laughs> the injuries have risen by 222%, but that's not actually... Like, when I tell you the ratio, it'll make a bit more sense. Uh, in 2014, six in a hundred thousand injuries in America right. to hospitals were scooter related. Scooter and in 2018, it was nine, it was 19 in a hundred thousand. Wow. Right. So two small numbers, but that, that increase rate is, is hella. And this is just one of the reasons you shouldn't ride an electric scooter. <laughs> just one of the, just many. one of the reasons. One of the many. No, they're good. They're good. All right. Do we want my last one? We would yes, like please. your last one, Adrian. Okay. Um, bonobo mothers are so keen for their sons to father children that they usher them in front of promising partners, shield them from violent competitors, <laughs> and dash the chances of other males by charging them while they are at it. Bonobo mothers <laughs> is my parents? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> um, I've, uh, I'm going to go with the wishy thinking school of science. Okay. And, uh, yeah, true. Yeah, I want that to be true. That's amazing. Like overbearing bonobo mothers. I'm going to say true as well. Oh, it is true. Hey. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's all happening. Adrian, I'm so sorry. Just as a one sentence add on, high ranking mothers lead sons to groups of females and keep guard while they mate. Wow. There you Look go. At that. Wow, they really are just like us, aren't they? That's it. <laughs> they really are. They really are. So. While Adrian's dying over here. Yeah, buckle up. I'm buckled. <laughs> Biologists make living sperm glow. Biologists make living sperm glow. Why would glow. you not? Why is it taking this long, I suppose, if it is true? That is true. Right? Like... Um, I'm gonna go with true. I'm gonna say it's false, because I think it should have happened earlier. <laughs> <laughs> they should have already done this. Not in the last year. Not in the last year. Not in the last... Yeah. What is it, Mitch? Yeah, it's true. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's true. It's definitely true. Was so, it human sperm? No, fruit fly. Again. Oh, the best kind of sperm. Best. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it turns out sperm, right? Yeah. Highly glycolytic. They're Which metabolizing means? a lot, metabolizing rapidly, breaking down sugars. Okay. Um, and you can label those fluorescently. Okay. Uh, in preference to tissue that doesn't do that as much. Well, there you yeah. go. So I'll see where... Hang on, what, where was that published? If you want to check that out, the work of Professor Doctor... Professor yeah. Doll! You know he knows what he's on about. Oh, this man knows double, his fly sperm. The double! Klaus Reinhardt... He did it in the library. <laughs> <laughs> With the pipe. <laughs> in the journal Scientific Reports. Yeah. Okay, and the question go. that they were answering with their research was, How do female... <laughs> How do female insects manage to keep the sperm fresh for months after the mating? <laughs> this is a central question of sperm biologists. Yeah, I've been wondering this for a while. Yeah, I've been wondering. I'm the chair of applied zoology. There you go. Uh, also, for everyone listening, we'll have links to all the articles and stuff we'll be discussing throughout this next however long this podcast Definitely. ends up yeah. going for. All the study notes. What's hey, your last one? My last one, and I'm hoping that you guys actually make me drink some alcohol because I've taken work off tomorrow so this night can happen. Um, A parasite that makes mice unafraid of cats may quash other fears too. Quash other fears? Ooh, toxoplasmosis. True, true, true. It is toxoplasmosis condii. It's a reason why you shouldn't go through it with your... However, has anyone had a falsity yet? (laughs) I think all of mine were true. All of yours were true. I'm shit at lying. Yeah, I am too. 
<laughs> I think Henry's pretty good at lying. Henry is a good liar. But and I, he knows we know about toxoplasmosis. Do I? He let us. He knows we know. First idea about things. I think we should split it. The cat so he has to drink. Bruise. I'm what? gonna go false. You go true. D- done. Right. Three, two, two. one. False. <laughs> it is absolutely true. Um, it absolutely is. Uh, this article was released only a few days before uh, we, we went to air today. Uh, went to air. This went is to air. So right? good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that is that is absolutely the parasite. Uh, but <laughs> they've discovered that it, it makes mice. Uh, what have I written here? Reckless. It makes mice <laughs> reckless generally. Like they, they they tested mice were just they realized that the mice were going to places uh, more exposed places which they don't normally go. Good berries. Well. Good berries. Ice cream, that's it. That I've seen a, Love it. Yeah. Uh, Coles when they were Woolies boy. Um, the IGA, but not for alcohol. Um, yeah. Out and about. Out and about. You know. You, you get it. You get it. And I will take. So they'll be eaten by cats. That's a deal. <laughs> it's just really up. This is great radio. Yeah, that's the deal. That's the deal. That's the deal. To get more cat food. That's it. To prove the bacteria. Yeah. They're just food for cats. That's it. They'll like just, they're great science. They'll just food die more. Well, right. toxoplasmosis die more. also infects humans. Does it? Yes. So apparently, 60 million people in the US, which would be like what one in five, Quite one in six, sure. <laughs> has toxoplasmosis inside of them at this very moment. Holy moly. So. Do they go to places they wouldn't usually go? <laughs> <laughs> I've explained a few things. I've heard people say that it means you treat cats Reckless nicer, nothing. but I don't know if I believe that. That's no, that sounds like... Mm. Hmm. Maybe everyone that's a cat person just has. <laughs> oh, okay, in this article. For those who survive, <laughs> toxoplasmosis can have lasting consequences on the brain, eyes, heart, and lungs. Solid. This is one in six people. <laughs> wow. And with that in mind, we start tonight's game with Adrian sitting on negative six, Nick sitting on negative four, and this is a rare occurrence. Here we go. Your boy's sitting on negative one. I'm going to gloat about Ooh. this Only one until, I, until I end up not winning tonight, despite this hefty head start. Dethroned. That's it. Is that my one or your one? Your one. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, welcome. Welcome. Mostly gents, to... What's that sound? What is that sound? Yeah. Wow. So, okay. in this, each contestant provides audio for the others to be heard. I'm just reading this verbatim. That's all good. <laughs> Which can be from any field of science. The others must then try to guess what it was. Mm-hmm. For such a difficult and specific task, the potential for points awarded is also extremely high. If the sound is guessed correctly, the person guessing receives five points. As a, as a creative writer, it really, it's really nice hearing my work getting spoken out loud by someone else. <laughs> That's true. It's really but, uh, inspiring. Again, can I get six? Because I'm on negative six right now. Just to, uh... I, That's not how this works. Oh, man. no. Okay. No, that's the, another that's way. Fine. We, can't, we can't make leeways on the very first episode. It's <laughs> of a terrible precedent for the future. Fine. So we will play the sounds to each other live uh, in the, stu- in the, in the, in the studio. In the radio. In the studio. That's it. Um, we'll play each other the We're sounds live. We're in a studio, we'll, we'll, not a living room. That's right. We'll yes. roll them in uh, in production later, so you'll sure, be able to yeah, hear a little it. bit better. But um, as always, guest goes first. Of course. Oh, okay. All right. Volume up. And I think something else we should add uh, that I should have written down. I'm sorry, Mitch. Uh, the person offering the sound gets to essentially choose if the answer is close enough. Right? Oh, okay. So right? the like, sound offerer. Yeah, the sound offerer can decide, can decide okay, if the offering enough. is close yeah. enough. 
Because they can't be a dick about it. That's it. They can't be a dick about okay, it. Right? Oh, they can be a dick about it. No, they can't be a dick about it. I mean, excuse you guys. They can. I can be a dick about it. You can be a dick about it. We'll just be very disappointed. All right, are you all We'll gently ask you to stop. Okay, fair. Are y'all ready? <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. And then, uh, oh, what? <laughs> all right. All right. I... I think it is a... Robot horse. <laughs> is that your answer? No, that's yours. That's <laughs> not my answer. <laughs> that's what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't lie. Actually, I want to hear your answer first now, because <laughs> you've stopped me. I want to hear your answer. Oh, man. Uh, that wasn't that's, the that that wasn't, that's the robot horse. That's the robot horse, yeah. Uh, Geiger counter? Having a real good night? A what, no. sorry? Like a, a Geiger counter? Like a Geiger counter. Oh, so like detecting Chernobyl or something like that. Yeah. Okay, well, interesting guess. Good. That's pretty good. What about like Henry's? Because I, I was going to go more biologically speaking. I was thinking it was just a um, woodpecker pecking real fast. Mm. Right. You're both incorrect. Was either Damn one of us it. close? No. Okay. <laughs> Robot horse? The horse was the closest. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh! But yes. not close at all. Just, oh, the, just closest. the closest. It's the sound of dust particles and small rocks from a comet hitting NASA's Stardust spacecraft. Wow. Yeah, radio. Wow, radio. Radio. Okay. All right, here's my one. Here's yours, Mitch. Hit us up with it. <laughs> it sounds like. A really sad, like, slide whistle. <laughs> but I don't know what science topic as really sad slide whistle would be related. Here's the thing. This is like <laughs> the thing is this is the first. No, no, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, this is okay. this is the first, and it's crazy that it's happening on the first episode. I have the exact same sound. I have the exact same sound prepared. Um, I. So can I guess first? Because yeah, uh, yeah, I don't actually first. think here's it's a really sad slide whistle. Here, here's the thing. I am going to refrain from guessing this round. Um, just, no, no, generally, because it would just give me an unfair uh, advantage. Unfair advantage. Like, this okay. would be a lead that you guys cannot catch up with. So. I feel like, given current events uh, in Australia, that this it sounds somewhat like a, a fire truck or something, honestly, is, is what my guess is. And... Yes. I'm listening. I'm gonna. Can I leave it at that? You can't, can't, leave, you it can't leave it at that. Can't leave it at that. I can't leave it. I'm at answering that. for you because it's the same, <laughs> yeah, sound. No, the same oh. sound. Okay, a fire truck. Is it a fire truck in some way? Can like I, we can't. No, we can't, can't get we, any feedback. No questions. No. We, we've already told you that it's more than that. You've been. But on you've, two you've given me that it's a sure. fire truck. We've given you enough of him that it's more is than it, that. Is it a fire truck that's the sound has been distorted by the heat and smoke or something like that? That's really no. that's that's really poor. No, but I'm sorry. What is it? Is that your final answer? I, I'm leaving it at that because I'm wrong. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> very respectful. Very respect. What is it? Enough, yeah. yeah, after you. It's a, no. It's a, uh, really. Yeah, you might feel free to feel free to say the thing that you offered up. Yeah. It's a so because of the Australian bushfires. Yes. Horrible as they are, you know. Mm. Thoughts. Donate to the fire is if you get a chance. Absolutely. Donate to 
any way you can. That's a magpie. No. Yes. Yeah. Mimicking a fire engine. Yes. Oh my gosh. I it didn't know. do that great of a job. What? It did a great Whoa. job. It was a Isn't sad that? slide whistle. Come it did on. a great job. You know, I bet if I walked from 10 meters away from it. For Radio Henry's pointing. I bet if I walked 100 meters, like. You'd be like, that's a sad slide no, whistle. No, I'd be like, whoa, that's some Doppler effect shit there. I bet that's what I'd say. That was some very solid. Magpie we'll, ambulance. We'll play oh, it because yours has been usurped, Henry. We've got time. We've got time. Right, so this is the. Hang on, here we go. I'll, I'll, I'll cut this in after. Maybe. We'll... Definitely cut in after. Okay, and we'll cut in twice for them, just because we're good people. Yeah. So it's a magpie. It's a magpie. Wow. Hang on, I'll show you the video. You can see the video. Huh. Wow, that's astonishing. You know why they do this though? Mm. It's one of my like favorite thing. What, like why mimics do it? Like mimic birds, like yeah, yeah, birds and magpies. Yeah, they do it. They do it for the ladies. Of course. Yeah. Well, is it is it the lie bird? Is that what you just said? Oh yeah. It's there's that David Attenborough one. Oh. Where it like mimics the camera shutter and everything. Wow. Oh. Chainsaw. Oh. Yeah. It's the kind yeah, of thing. It's on my search history. I mean, sad, but hmm. no. It's kind of sad that they have to mimic a chainsaw. Agreed. Yeah. And, and, you know, very you know. uh, prescient. Yes. All right. Henry, do you have a new sound? Or you... <sighs> See, I, I was trying to find what I was like my, I was trying to find something else for you guys. I was just going to be like. So Henry and I cancel each other out in effect. And unfortunately we didn't get any points. I get no you. points either. So that round was I mean, a waste of time. Hey, oh, that would have been the best <laughs> case scenario for Adrian. You could have caught up. Could have yeah. been a negative one, but um, I had the exact same sound. And the gods are cruel. I know. And I was gonna, I, I was gonna say after the sound that Australia is just not doing well right now, uh, environmentally mm. speaking. And if anyone listening has anything to spare for any part of this country's fire being mm. the country's fire situation, to definitely do something because if you're in it's doubt, the Red Cross Disaster Relief Fund is real good. Yeah. Um, uh, I was, I was actually, uh, I, I was driving back from Braidwood. With a friend, just literally yesterday, because yeah. it, it just opened up uh, in New South Wales, and I I, I I saw a dead wombat coming back around the other side. And it was real sad, and it's a lot of the animals in our country mm. have 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 copped it in this. So for yeah. those who are listening, I'm sure this is not the first time you've heard this, but if you have a chance to do something, do something. It's it's a rough time for all. But at the end of that, no one's scores have changed. Yeah, Funny that it's as if there was. <laughs> We are still sitting at Adrian at minus six, Mitch at minus four, and Henry at negative one. What a great time for all. <laughs> and here we are. We are all a good level of intoxicated, I think. I think you guys are a bit more than I am just because of the score, but no other reason. <laughs> um, we are at the main part of our show. The science under the influence section. Because we are all currently delivering science under the influence. Mm -hmm. What a crazy time. Each member of the podcast episode, we're gonna, we have a pre-prepared information on a science story, which has occurred in the last month of science history. Um, <laughs> what? No, no, you're good. Okay, Go good. Uh, we will have five minutes maximum to explain the story as concisely as we can, uh, despite our state of intoxication, and <laughs> then we will field one question from each person. Now, one point for a five-minute explanation, which is understood by the others. Uh, one point for each for un un answering questions from the others to a solid enough extent. So there's a chance to get three points here, which means there is a chance that... I could be on negative three. <laughs> you could be on negative three, Adrian. That's it. 
And as our guest, feel free to start. First. Okay. So I'm gonna get the stopwatch up right now with a very scientific device known as a mobile phone. And Good. we'll get nice. this one going whenever you wanna start. All right, so I'm reading this article from the Max Delbrook Center for Molecular Medicine. Hey. And it's called Learning from the Bears. The bears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So grizzly bears hibernate for like sometimes five to seven months. It's a while. Of the year. It's a long time. And in that time, they don't have muscle atrophy after oh. they come back. Okay. They don't excrete at all. Exactly. That's okay. Keep going. Yeah, okay. And and these are all. That's all my questions. I mean, yeah. the latter would be useful, but not what this is about. So, some scientists were sort of looking at the grizzly bears and analyzing perhaps why they can survive without sort of anything for five to seven months. Sure. And then you know keep living life. So the question was, how can what is this? And then essentially. Could we eventually apply it to humans? Sure. So they took grizzly bears. They took samples of their DNA from before they um, went into hibernation and after. Mm-hmm. And they analyzed the genes. And they found certain genes that were different before and after. Also compared to like humans and worms and mice. Mm-hmm. And so after looking at those genes, they analyzed all the stuff inside. And then they sort of found a whole bunch of different genes that they could turn on and off to try and see what helps for a bear to survive hibernation sure. and be able to live life normally after, you know, not moving for five months. Hmm. And so what they did is they looked at the, the bear's genes and saw the difference between before and after. And then after doing some spectrometry, and lots of fancy stuff to look at sort of differences. Uh, They found a bunch of different proteins and the main difference was amino acids. So they called these non-essential amino acids or NEAAs or NEAs. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, gotcha. Say it again. (laughs) NEAs. And so um, (laughs) NEAs have been well known before apparently. And so they tried feeding humans NEAs. And found that, unfortunately, if, if you, like, just consume it as a powder or as a pill, it doesn't help too much All with right. avoiding sort of muscle atrophy. Yep, yep. However, the bears seem to be able to produce it naturally in the muscles and it can direct exactly to where it needs so the muscles don't wear out. Mm. Um, so they sort of sta- analyzed a whole bunch of mm. different genes and stuff um, and they took nematode worms. Yeah, specifically because apparently nematode worms are really easy. They can turn off genes mm-hmm. and turn yeah. them on, yeah. and so they turned on and off all these different genes that they had noticed that bears have sort of differences between bears and humans. Also, when they're hibernating and not when they're hibernating, and they found a whole bunch of different genes, and they think they now know which particular ones when you turn on or off could help avoid muscle atrophy. So when they took the nematode worms, mm. they turned all the bunch of different ones, like the, they saw the, all these differences, turned some of them on, turned some of them off, and they sort of narrowed it down to, these genes are the ones that might form yes <laughs> and avoid muscle atrophy. Wow. So there you go. <clears throat> Great, that was under five minutes. We'll take that, that was three minutes 40, lovely. It's on the rules, fantastic. Yep. You already get one, actually no, no, no you don't. 
was what he said concise? Oh yeah, I yeah, agree as good. well. That was yeah, good. that's one point there straight away. Um, you are negative five. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, one question each. Mitch. Oh man. Uh, do you have a question for this? I do. I have two. And one's like a bit of a dick move and the other one's fine. See, ask the nice one see, and then ask the dick move. I know, I will <laughs> offer the dick move one. I think, okay, I think sure, we're sure, thinking sure. the same way here. Sure. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, so if the bears don't excrete, where hmm. does the excreta go? Well, that I assume if they don't excrete, it sort of stays inside of them. Because presumably, <clears throat> bears consume a huge amount of food. Right. I've, I've even seen this. I went to Alaska. Saw sure. them. Eating salmon. That was just a subtle It was a lot of fun. But what a subtle place. <laughs> I've been Watch to Alaska, guys. Don't the worry from about the river, it. I'll tell you shoveling what. it into their face like me with a kebab <laughs> on a Friday night. Just You guys should try it. Not just the kebab, also going to Alaska and seeing the salmon. Um, but they consume it. Flex, so they put okay. on a lot of fat. So that they can, you know, so they're still energy consumption. It's not personal bears. It's a little. And then... My assumption, which might not actually be true, okay. is that the little bit of food that they have in their stomach remains until after the five to seven months. Right, yeah. Okay. Are you happy with that? Yeah, it's fair. Okay. That's what I, I deserved. <laughs> I have two questions. But you're only allowed one. I am. <laughs> what is and he going to do? <laughs> and both of these questions have nothing to do with what he said. Oh, I'd love those questions. They're both just very self-indulgent. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one to go with. I think I'll go. I think. All right. I think I told me either of them. I'll, <laughs> I'll go with. The, I'll go with the former, and then just hope that he like agrees to ask the the latter after the segments. Not sure. Sure. <laughs> what was that? What was that thing you said before that? Like you emphasized so much. Yes. Great. Um, <laughs> would you mind saying that? Ten times into the mic. What with the as hell? Much gusto no, that's a terrible and energy question. as you can. He's behind Mitch. He's behind. He's behind. We can't. Like, we're giving him a chance to embarrass himself for gonna, points. Yeah, I was going to They are non-essential <laughs> amino acids. What? Acid. No, hang on. That's not the question. Incredibly you're important. Oh. I was going to ask if you had an example of one <sighs> of a non-essential amino my acid. Question, yeah. Oh my god. Um, so I know what the genes are that uh, assist in producing these non-essential amino acids. Perhaps. Okay. Right. So potentially they're PDK4, sure. Serpinth1, and Rora. I'm willing mm. to give you a whole point right now if you just said that word again in the mic. Yes! <laughs> just like just five times. Just chuck it in yes. there. Yes! Give it a sound. No, right. I think that's enough. That's enough that's for the enough. listeners. Yeah, right. we can, we can I'll give I'm him so that. Sorry. I'll give him the point. No, we can give him the next. Give yeah. him the point. Adrian, you're sitting in negative three right now. Woo! <laughs> Fantastic. You have five minutes, and your time starts the moment you say your first word. Oh, wow, I'm up. In another lifetime, if they'd been allowed to follow their development, these stem cells would have grown into African clawed frogs. But scientists involved in this process have built the first ever robots constructed entirely out of living cells. Tell us more. You have five minutes to do so. It's still going. <laughs> I was pausing for dramatic effect. I understand. I'm sorry. So frogs? It's fine. African, uh, no, just frogs. African clawed frogs. The best kind. Embryonic <laughs> cells of pluripotent embryonic stem cells applied to a physical scaffold designed by a computer algorithm. Sub millimeter. 
configurations of cells mm-hmm. in the thousands or 500 to a thousand cells then become what has now been called xenobots whoa what okay. is a xenobot tell us a more. xenobot is a robot made entirely out of living tissue <gasps> designed by algorithm put together some of them have a hole in the middle to reduce drag and allow them to carry things they ran simulations over and over again to see whether or not these scaffolds that they designed or these configurations of cells would actually work, would be mobile. And when they created the scaffold and added the cells, they worked. They were alive. What? <coughs> Moved around, carried compounds, and they survived for... Let me just check this out. Because this is a bit that really got me. You're good. You got five minutes. Okay, so can I That's ask? Cool. Yeah, hang on. Uh, no, not yeah. as a question, okay. but more as a general statement. Sure. Right. Is this essentially humans created another thing? Well, they didn't create the pluripotent stem cells from the clawed frogs, but they definitely created a f- structural uh, configuration of those cells. So these these configurations survive for up to a week, just mm, on the okay. existing lipids and proteins in their cellular tissue. Without needing to be kind of so they didn't replenished get at all. No, they didn't feed them. They didn't need to feed them. It's a bit mean. <laughs> so, what we have basically is scientists have developed the scaffold or a way in which to put together cells that can, in essence, become any kind of cell, typically within an African clawed frog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? right? No. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> now, we put a big hole in the middle and you have this big square shaped sort of cellular xenobot. That can exist in this fluid media. Boat around, pick up compounds, move them. Why are they doing this? I hear you ask. Why are they doing this? What what are the implications? Tell us more. It's terrifying, isn't it? So the current state of xenobots is relatively harmless. Largely a research project. Ha, ha, ha. We're all having a good time. Yeah, But there is the potential for future work. Could incorporate nerve cells. Could develop them into bioweapons. Oh. Uh-oh. Yeah, see? Uh-oh. <coughs> see? But they could be used for more benevolent purposes. You know, bio-industry. Uh, uses medication delivery mechanisms. And they're also, wait for it, biodegradable. Ooh. Oh! Hey. Live the dream. There it yeah. is. So, as the field of research grows, of course, you know, you need to worry about stuff like regulations and ethics and whatever. But for the moment... Uh, they can do things with their living robots that other machines just can't do. (laughs) Sell it the side of a Margaret Atwood novel, you know? It's good, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, Xenobots, amazing. And they've made uh, the people who were organising this, which I should probably talk about. Well, you have a a minute to do so. Nice. Joshua Bongard, computer scientist and roboticist. Big props. At the University of Vermont. Well done. Um... And he was saying that uh, they should put that research up in PNAS. The journal PNAS. <laughs> Nothing funny about the journal PNAS. I love PNAS. Proceedings of the, I love PNAS. Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences, PNAS. Everyone knows that, PNAS. Of course. PNAS, PNAS. big journal PNAS. There's a lot of you men. Big journal, big impact factor, PNAS. That's it. And uh, they also publish their source code freely via GitHub. Okay. It's less funny to say. Thank you, Penis. <laughs> Thank you, Penis. <laughs> okay, Huge wow. Thanks. Well, I'll give a point for explanation. Well, yeah, no, that was I, very I good. I understand what's going that was, on. That was, that was under five minutes. Um, 
Take the point. That that is your one point. There big is penis energy. Pen, big <laughs> penis energy. <laughs> um, all right. So question wise, what is the structure built in? Is that your one question? That the the cells is that your one question? Whatever. Is that your one question? That's my one question. There he is. Yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. No, I really want to know. No, no, I actually don't know. But you can check it out in peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> you can flop out the peanuts. Oh, no. <laughs> Examine. You know. My goodness. Check it out. Okay, so you're not getting a point for that. No, that's fine. I'll cut the tweet. This is very unfortunate because my qu- I, I, I've written down here that my question was going to be like, who came up with this? And you asked it in the last 30 seconds. Yeah, see? Right? Like, see? I, which is really unfortunate. Don't jump um, the gun. <laughs> but I do have another question ready. It's not going to be as good. Go I'm on. I'm sorry. Yep. And maybe you set the answer to this, but I'm just scraping right now because I'm hoping you wouldn't actually say who came up with it. Sure. All right? Yeah. And if, and, and if you did say the answer to it, then well, great. You've got a free point here. Right. You called them Xenobots. Yeah. Why are they called Xenobots? Oh, it's like Xenograft. It's like um, a Xeno, the prefix means that it's something foreign to whatever you're talking about. Or Xenomorph. So it's from like outside, Ooh. like Xenomorph, which is the creature from, I don't know why I did that. <laughs> <laughs> the creature from Aliens. Uh, is yes. that right? That's correct. Half wow. a point. No, I'm kidding. No, you um, get the full point. Get the full point. Yeah, no, that's all right. Yeah, but Xenomorph, it's, it's like foreign. Like if you talk about Xenograft, it's like a skin graft from somebody else or like somebody else's kidney. Oh, oh my gosh. That. Yeah, I'm happy with that. I've just looked up the article, and they uh, so they use it's just like, a configuration. It's just the cells, isn't it? It's not but they use like machine learning almost yeah, 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 to yeah, yeah, try yeah. and develop the oh, things that they attach amazing. to. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Incredible. Living robots come into a uh, fluid pond near you. <laughs> <laughs> Get amongst it. Coming to a fluid pond near you from penis. <laughs> from penis. From penis. Yeah. That's it. All right, my turn. Yes. Yes. I want to say this before I start the five minutes because this doesn't actually have to, this doesn't actually have to do with the, the I'm what, starting what, what I'm, no, 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 it doesn't have to do with what I'm saying. <laughs> it doesn't have to do with what I'm saying, right? <laughs> In between our recordings of this, the last time we, we, we paused to have just a nice chat, I drank a bit more just to, just because I felt bad for you guys because oh, you had thanks. a lot. But that's hitting right now. Yeah. Right? That is hitting right now. Good so, luck, Buttercup. Let's so hit it. All right. So with that in mind, we'll start the five, five minutes. Four, three, two, one. <sighs> All right. Here, ladies and gents, is your topic sentence <laughs> from your boy, <laughs> Henry, terrible. trying to drag oh, out five minutes it. as best as he can. Oh, man. You Playing ready? for time. Here we go. Right. Here Scientists put 3D glasses on cuttlefish. <laughs> Stay with me. <laughs> Stay with me. 3D glasses on cuttlefish and showed them film clips. <laughs> That's what you gotta do. <laughs> <laughs> this allowed for th- th- this, 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 this study came out with two results. One, cuttlefishes actually have the ability to watch and react to 3D movies. And two, they <laughs> <are> <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I knew it. That's where I get off. All right, come on. And so two, what's, what's your second they have the in- made up <laughs> That's not this section, Mitch. Know, this is a real yeah, story. Wow. Oh. They have incredibly proficient death perception, cuttlefish. Death or depth? Depth. So, wow. Lovely. 
All right, so this came, this article came out in January 9th, this year. This, this is a 2020 article, and um, we all had a hard time finding a good article this month, just because it's like Christmas shutdown. Excuse you. Right? <laughs> Mitch and I had the exact same sound. Like, that's kind of where we are at this point. That's true. But, all right, let's, let's call this Slow Science Week. Slow Science Month. Is there any... Is there any um, yeah, sure. So Trevor Waddle. Um, Trevor Waddle? Yeah, Trevor sure. Water, that's his name. Uh, he I was the lead you. author for this. Yeah. And he's also an assistant professor in ecology, evolution, and behavior well, at the Trevor. University of Minnesota. Don't Great stuff, yeah. Minnesota. Um, <laughs> yes. Thank you. The procedure went like this. They super glued Velcro. <laughs> Stay with you. Keep going, keep going. To the skin of cuttlefish. And they fastened 3D glasses to the Velcro. <laughs> This isn't this new age 3D classroom. This is this is a, this ain't new age. Shit. This is some old retro. Shit. They put a pair of glasses that had red Got cellophane, and blue cellophane, <laughs> onto these cattle, onto these, onto these cuttlefish. Oh man! And they played a video of shrimp in front of the tank. Now, <laughs> stay oh, with me video. now. That's like a squid cooking show. <laughs> Now, cuttlefish love shrimp, and they actually ended up attacking the on-screen shrimp, like Fact. in the wild. Fact. 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 Cuttlefish, cuttlefish love, love shrimp, shrimp. <laughs> motherfuckers. Fact. Right? Um, and so, cuttlefish, the, the cuttlefish eyes, they're kind of like a camera. They have a cornea, a lens, <laughs> iris, and a retina. Gotcha. Um, and we've discovered that they can actually use uh, stereopsis. What does that mean? Thank you. Is that your question or is no, that just me? No, I'm just wanting That's okay. Um, it allows them to descend, uh, to descend distance. Uh, they, 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 they use, oh. yeah, they, they use interceptions from both eye signals. I can do that. Yeah, not a lot, like people, right? Genuinely. Um, and they actually they adjusted- They really are just like it. That's <laughs> cuttlefish. They adjusted their position relative to the screen as well. And the people <laughs> behind this entire Investigation, I suppose. They, 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 they think that the skill Good is God. likely involved in several different ways uh, through biological history, depending on the epoch and the animal. Wow. Yeah. Um, I have more time, so I'm going to keep going yeah, yeah, sure. at the risk yeah, of then losing no, no. answers no, to no, questions. No. But I'm no, so in front that I am quietly confident. So, yeah. um, why stop now? Yeah, why stop now, right? Why stop now? <laughs> this entire procedure was inspired by... Newcastle <laughs> by Newcastle University because they did a study similar on praying mantises. Of course. And they discovered that praying mantises actually had like that same kind of um, stereopsis. This is why people don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't help but think there's like... Uh, anyway. Yeah, no, Keep that's... Going. You've that's got all, 50 that, seconds left. That is all of it. I, I also... Do, do, no, do, that's all of it. Do, Dude. I am gonna hold it there. That is everything I want to say Ooh. to you guys right now in the right. strategic hope that you ask me the exact two questions that I've the left out from telling you. Yes. Ooh, uh, interesting. Hmm. Was what I said concise enough that you understood? Definitely. Yeah. Except, you know what? I'm gonna be a little bit unorthodox here. I can't believe you're doing this to me right now. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna put it out to our uh, increasingly bored oh. studio audience to ask the questions. Or to what? To ask the questions. the questions. Yeah. Oh, okay. But you, but you agree that what I said was, was concise. Are you yeah. listening? That's all oh, I needed. No, that I is all you were I listening. No, that's going to make it even better. It's going to make it even better. So, weren't listening. Two people watching this whole ridiculousness go down. You definitely explained it well for Thank what you. it was, right? But yeah. Like, I, I'm amazed that that's a thing. Fantastic. What was his name again? That's not my question. Okay, his name was Trevor Wardle. 
Well done, Waddles. And I want to say that... Hats off, mate. Here's the thing. I... Well done. Someone's <laughs> going to do the hard yards right. with the You know what? I'm going to ask, I'm gonna ask that question. Before you before work, I... Trevor Waddles. Before you... Like, everyone else has gone home for the weekend. He's like, no. You don't need more super Do you not want to hear my question? More Velcro. Before I go any further... In the past, we have found an article to explain by going onto an, a scientific news website or journal. Oh, right? I haven't done that. Okay, well, Mitch and I have, I hope. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I found this main story out when I was in Melbourne. Back of a, a toilet door. No, in a hotel room. <laughs> and you know, how, you know how news centers do the whole thing where they're kind of like, now for a bit of lighthearted oh, yeah, yeah, news. Yeah, 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 this was the lighthearted news. Holy moly. And I was like, whoa, this is a really cool image of a scuttlefish That's with a great 3D backstory. glasses on. Okay. We're going to add this image. All this image will be one of the URLs for. I've got to the cover question. image. That's the cover uh, image. Waddles, you're a champ. Go to a theory of why the answer. Say it again. I've got a tough question, which I've got a theory of what the answer is. Okay. Is that a question or is that a statement? No, Adrian? that's a statement. Grammar's, grammar's bullshit. Why? Past it. Why? <laughs> why? Did they not use polarized 3D glasses like most movie theaters do now? Okay. Is that your question? Yes. Okay. Well, I feel that a large reason for that was because it was just harder. Why would it be harder though? I don't know. <laughs> two questions Why would it be harder? I'm, I'm not sure. Over, you know what? You know what I bet? I bet after they saw the University of Queensland praying mantises wearing their cool, like everybody's kung fu fighting Pre- I glasses. Thought they were, I thought they were mantis shrimp. No, no, no. No, you said praying mantis. I heard mantis shrimp. Did you? Yeah. Well, that's unfortunate because I'm literally reading from two paper that I can barely see right now. (laughs) Mantis shrimp are great, though. They're cool, but apparently it's praying mantis. It is praying mantis. They put 3D glasses on praying mantises? (laughs) Newcastle University put 3D glasses on praying mantises, and they kind of looked like... Such a good sentence out of context. (laughs) I know. Here's the thing. I was going to use this as one of my true or false headlines, but then as we discussed before this went to air, there haven't been many news stories this this last month, right? So this ended up being my main story. Um, and I'm glad it did because I knew more about so it before tonight. And uh, I'm so just to clarify, your answer of why they didn't do polarized 3D glasses because yeah. because it would be hard. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not confident on that, but I think that might genuinely genuinely be the case because they were focusing on experimenting with how the cuttlefish would adjust to what they see. I'm sending this episode to Waddles because I think he <laughs> needs to hear this. They're genu- no, because like they, they they end up they, they they noted that the cuttlefish adjusts their position relative to the screen. Mm-hmm. Right? This, and, the, and the fact that they wrote, the fact they wrote that the fact that they wore blue and red, the retro style, meant they could do that, mm-hmm. right? Luther, I make you died. It's above my pay grade. But you're not happy with that, are you? I don't know. I, you know what? I'll, I'll give it to you because presumably it would be harder. Yeah. Because like you can't just use a normal TV screen with a polarized set of glasses. Yeah. Or anything like that. Sure. Or if they span around. I don't know if these cuttlefish swim sideways, but then... Cuttlefish be crazy. Then the man. wrong image would be in the wrong eye. It would be a nightmare. They go backwards. Doesn't matter. All right, question from... Wait, wait, hang, hang, hang. Is that a point? Is it a point? That's a point. Is it a point? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, point. it's like a... Can you give it a half point. That's fine. Can I give you a half point? Give me the half point. I'll give you a half point. That's fine. Ooh. We have... Sorry, that was me. That's okay. No, no, it's okay. Because I have nothing more written down here. So I'm... Oh, merciless. All right. We have question more, from the order. We have one more question. <laughs> I just want to say, <laughs> I've invited you both into my living room, and you're using the live audio. Recording studio, none of this living room nonsense. 
What's your question for this pile of lies? Wait, do we get one question? Yeah, sorry, what else? Question between each. the two of us? One question between the two you of us. You get one each. I don't know. Don't say there's two. No, 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 they don't. Why right, do you have one, <laughs> one question? Ashura. You're taking my question. Taking my question. Alright. Well, while they're while they're thinking about this, let's. Anyone heard any good jokes recently? <laughs> Adrian? No, I've only heard terrible jokes. What do uh? What do? What do? This is gonna get me so flamed on Twitter. Don't care. What do engineers use as contraceptives? What do engineers use as contraceptives, Mitch? Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, that's not bad. That's pretty good. That's, that's not bad. Good. That is not bad at all. Right. Did that right, only have on. a question? Are they still thinking? Oh my goodness. I knew this was a mistake, not just because I knew I wouldn't be able to answer their question, but also because of this exact moment. I swear it. I swear. Oh. Gosh. What are we going to eat after this, Adrian? I'm going to go home and get a delivery food service. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Non-specific. Very good. Right, yeah, no. He's learning. He's learning. Yeah. This is good. Oh, we have a question. We have a question. Okay, our question is, where did this start? Like, I'm guessing they didn't just go, let's just chuck some glasses on this fish. And also, why? Cephalopod doesn't Okay, so for those that might not be... In case, you, in case you weren't able to hear it, because the audience is a little bit far away from the microphone, the question was where did it start and why did they put 3D glasses on? I feel like I answered this. I feel like I answered this. Mm. What did they they, I heard that it started with yeah. the praying mantis, not Yeah, the literally. They, got, they, they, they were inspired by the Newcastle University <laughs> study on praying mantises. But just to give you a bit more information, because the whole why did the glasses stay or why did they work? Mm. Yeah. They worked for only a few days. The glue lasted for a few days. No, I think oh. that's not the question. Yeah, that's not the question. No, no, but the question, I feel like I asked like, in five minutes. I think minutes. the question would be, why would anyone do this? Oh, Please sure. Okay. In that case, why? the answer would just be they were wanting to test if any other animals had that same kind of stereopsis that us as people do have. Okay. Right? Because uh, Wardo himself, he, had, he was an assistant professor in ecology, evolution, and behavior. Fair. Right? So that's kind of okay, the like, answer in that. and fish? I feel like they've been through a few different kinds. They would have. They, they, they originally it's wasn't praying mantis. Oh, cuttlefish. 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 Sorry, cuttlefish. Not bad. cuttlefish. cuttlefish. Food. <laughs> 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 oh, what else has just flipped the fucking table? It's not about this. Oh, mate. That is my oh, answer. Mate. I'm maintaining it. Right. The gentleman at the table, are you happy with it? Oh. It's not up to me. I didn't ask. No, it really yeah, is, I, though. I think it's up to the audience. Do you feel like your question was answered? I say no. I feel. <laughs> I feel like my qu the question was answered when I was giving the five minute spiel. I feel like this was answered in it. That's a no. That was a no. Audience says no. Not even a half point. I will let the audience say no just to make this game a bit So you're only on negative a half right now. I'm only on <laughs> negative a half. That's absolutely right. And with the end of the main portion of our show, we have Adrian sitting on negative three, Mitch at negative two, and oh, your boy sitting at on. negative 0 0.5. Anyone's game going to the last two sections. Welcome to Wacky Words. Wacky Words? Yeah. Wacky Words. So each contestant words. offers four words, three of which have a scientific relation, and one of which is completely made up. While having to pronounce the words correctly, no explanation for each word is needed until after the game is done. There you go. Yeah. What was so that the scoring attempt? is... Pardon? What was that accent attempt uh, at the end just there? Okay. general honest. So, each correct word, you get uh, three? Three points? Yes! So Whoa. Three's on the Whoa. positive Hang on. No, 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 no. Oh, each correct word gets... No, 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 hang on. Each correct word is one point. It's a maximum of three points, right? Cool, cool. There you go. 
So, uh, Adrian, don't worry about it. I think you go first, my friend. Me? Adrian, yeah, you go yeah, first. Do I list all of my words in one big go? Yes, you do. Yeah. All right. Um, shamel. 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 Spell it. S H A M A L. Okay. Shamel. Yeah. All right. Subumination. Subumination. Yep. Very good. Mm. I won't ask for a spelling. It's okay. All right. Hurry on. Um. Exsanguine. Yeah. Exsanguine. Exsanguine. Very good. Exsanguine. And then the last one. Okay. Is it a word? Just breathing out? Is that the word? Nope. No? Floxinorsinahilipilophilication. Shamel is bullshit. Say one more again. time. Say it again. Floxinorsinahilipilification. Floxinorsinahilipilification. Okay, that feels too long to be fake. You take that one. No, no, that feels too long to be fake. I don't yeah, think that's yeah. it. Yeah. Fair enough. Can you say all four again? <laughs> Alright, here we go. From the beginning. Shamel. Shamel. Exsanguine. Exsanguine. Subumination. Subumination. Floxinorsal hilipilification. Can you say the last one four times in a row? <laughs> no. <laughs> Alright, All right. I think Shamel's out. I think it's the second one. What's the second one? Subumination. Subumination. I think it's subumination. Oh, no. Exsanguine? Oh. Only, only you know the answer to this. I feel like... <laughs> are, you, are you leaning subumination or exsanguine? the thing. Yeah. The other one. Subumination. Yeah, I think it's subumination. You think it's... Shamel. But before we go, I think we need to, like... What is the exact wording I wrote for the scoring for this? So you get... A point for guessing. Yeah. On. Interesting. I get a point for guessing? No. So, if I, it's, if I, it's, so I think you get three points if you guess it incorrectly. I think it's three points if we guess the correct, incorrect word. Yeah. And if yeah. we don't, then we don't get any points. Oh, that's okay. it. So that's you don't. All right. What was the fake word? The fake word was... Subumination. Hey. Henry got it. Woo! Whoa. So nice. he's on two and a half. So I'm on two and a half. Shamel yeah, what's the shamel? Is a hot, dry, northwesterly wind <laughs> blowing across the Persian Gulf in summer, <laughs> typically causing sandstorms. How could I have forgotten? Of course. Exsanguine. Right? What does that mean, Mitch? Uh, out of the blood? Yeah, bloodless oh, slash bad. anemic. Not bad. Yeah, yeah. Floxinorsal helipilification. <laughs> the action or habit so of good. estimating something as worthless. So we're going Whoa. a bit of the psychology aspect. That's not bad. That's fine. That's fine. That's Floxinorsal helipilification. Alright, I will cop my... Sounds quite atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> I take my three points for that. Mitch, you're up. Solid. Uh... <clears throat> Meringue. Meringue? Meringue. Meringue. Oh, I love meringue. I love meringue Jaya. too. Jaya. Viscular. 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 I think that's it. Petricor. Oh, oh no! Oh. He spelled oh. us a petricor! Alright, what oh. are they again? Petricor. Petricor. Meringue. 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 M-O-R-A-I-N-E. Yep. Okay. Jaya. 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 G for golf. Y-I-A. Sure. No, I don't care about that. Viscular. 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 I think viscular is the fake word because vascular is definitely a word. But I wonder if you can first one letter for the real word. Petricor. See, I don't think it's Gaia, but that's because I'm. But then he just spelt it. And the guy I was thinking of is not the guy he just spelt. Oh, I know. Right? Because I'm thinking Gaia is in like one earth, right? But like pronounced a bit differently. I don't know. Like G A I A. Yeah, G I A, right? Yeah. How big was his name? No. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say Gaia just because he spelled it differently. So you're saying Gaia, and I said the one that I said. 
Which was? What did you say? I can't remember. <laughs> Name all five. Right. Name all four, sorry. Four. <laughs> Uh, Moraine, Jaya, Viscular, and Petrus. No, it was ta- Viscular. I take it back. I think it's Moraine. All right. I think he said it first. So Moraine, just and to throw Viscular. us off the track, because I, because because he knows I love Pavlova. What's the fake right. one? <laughs> the fake one is Viscular. Yes. Very nicely <laughs> yes! done, Adrian. Whoa! Three points for A. Three points uh-huh. for Adrian. Am I impositive yet? You are. You're, you're sitting on zero. Oh, not quite positive. Alright. <laughs> so, moraine is like a glacial accretion of gravel. Okay. Yeah, cool, and ice. Uh, Jaya is an oceanic pattern mm-hmm. of a circulating uh, sea current that doesn't escape itself. Sure. Famous for the Sagasso mm-hmm. Sea. Check it out, ladies and gents. Uh, Viscula is bollocks, and <laughs> Petrichor is the smell of rain. Oh, of course. I love that smell. Yeah. Of course. So Petrichor and Streptomyces, don't quote me, but maybe Streptomyces griseus. There's a bacteria in soil that has this amazing smell. That's the made up word. Wet. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's, that's, that's the real thing. That's it. All right, Henry. All right. So for those of you that may be somehow listening to this episode outside of Australia, because we are, Jesus, so, we're because sorry. We are, because we are so good at it. We're not all like this. No, we're not. Um... There was a pyrocumulonimbus that hit us a while back. Yeah. A, 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 a cloud formed by essentially um, Fire. forest fires. Yeah, right? fire. Because fire of cloud. our situation. That's not one of the words. This that is where he words, right? That, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, that, that was one of the words. That was just in honor of our country burning to a crisp. Pyrocumulonimbus. I have here four words that are recognized by the World Meteorological Organization. As except inf- for one, presumably. Sure, except for one. That <laughs> Which you pulled out of your ass, <laughs> if you will, <laughs> as um, informal terms related to free connective cloud types and storms, mm-hmm. or just cloud types and storms. One of these words is not real. And I will say all four of these all three of these real cloud types and one fake cloud type to you right now. Cloud type words. Here's okay. the first one. So here's the, uh, or rather here's the four, just like one by one. Cumulus sublatus, sorry, let me try that again. Cumulus sublatus encorus, that's one. Cumulus humulus, that's two. <laughs> Cumulus humulus. Cumulus humulus, if you will. Cumulonimbus mama, that's three. I'll say that one again. Cumulonimbus hum, oh, sorry. <laughs> God, he's done, isn't he? He's gone for he's it. He's going so bad. Nimbus Mama. Mama! That's the three. That's the Mama! In the fourth, Hail Fog. The second one. Those are your second four one. terms. Second one's bullshit. Those are your four terms. We're both going to second one. So I'll say them again. So oh, hang on. Had... No, no, no. Because he would have bluffed and tried to throw us off. So we have Cumulus Sublatus Anchorus. Cumulus Humulus. Cumulonimbus Mama. First one's bullshit. First one's bullshit. I think Cumulus Humulus. And Hail Fog. First one's bullshit. I'm going Cumulus Humulus. How does this work again? Do I get... You don't get anything. I get... <laughs> no, hang on. I get three if... No, you no, don't no, get no, anything. No, 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 anything. One of you get three if you're right. Yes. That's, right. That's absolutely it. Mitch is correct. Oh. <laughs> Cumulus Sublantis Anchorus is a completely Bullshit. fake Bullshit. cloud type. Sublantis Anchorus is the Latin for anchor. But Cumulus Sublantis Anchorus is not a real cloud type. It's a Harry Potter spell. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch, you get three points for you. are sitting on plus one right now. Whoa, in the positives. I'll explain the other ones, though. Cumulus Humulus is uh, slow, f- 
is a small, low, flat, and early development cumulus. Of course. Um, cumulonimbus mama is a real cloud. As is tradition. It is a cumulonimbus <laughs> with a pouch-like protrusion that uh, comes from under a cloud base. Man, meteorologists are starting fire. <laughs> and hail fog. It's a shallow surface layer of fog that uh, sometimes forms in the vicinity of a deep hail accumulation. Uh, of course. Yeah. Cumulus, cumulus is, is a f***ing hilarious thing to say. It's unbelievable. Oh. And at the end of that, we have Adrian, you're sitting on zero. You broke even. Yes. Congratulations. Mitch is sitting on one, and I am sitting on two and a half to take us into this final round. Wow. I can, I can still crush you in the final <laughs> round because there's two points on offer. Potentially. And if you if you bollocks it, then... If I bollocks it. Ah, oh, okay. amazing. Well Thrilling. Join us again so dirty, after the break for the thrilling conclusion. <laughs> I need a pee. Five, <laughs> this is it, chance. The first finale section of the first official episode of Science Under the Influence. And really, it's all to play for at this point. Yeah. We know. I can take we, you in. Because we've done this numerous times, but the audience might not, so I will explain the premise of this last section. It is known as Silize. Each contestant has prepared a story from any time in scientific history. Oh, it's absolutely false. And they will start by offering a singular statement to summarize this entirety. Now, after saying the one-line summary, the other two contestants must work together to evaluate the story's authenticity. They are both allowed to ask one question each to learn more about the story. However, they must agree on the questions being asked and then the ultimate decision on whether or not the story is true or false. When posed the two questions, the person who has provided the story must answer the questions as honestly and genuinely to their knowledge as possible. So like, if the answer to the question is, I honestly don't have the answers for this question, that is genuinely the truthful response because they didn't look into it properly. Now, two points will be off, will, will be given to the contestant, oh sorry, rather two points will be given each of the contestants that guess the opportunity of the story correctly, two points are given to the storyteller if the contestant guesses incorrectly. Rinse and repeat three times, right? So there's a chance that, especially in this game, anyone can catch up. Yeah. Adrian's sitting on zero, Mitch is sitting on one, and I'm sitting on two and a half. This last section will determine who becomes the science under the influence champion of episode one. And with that in mind, I think the guest should go first. Okay, that's me. Here we go. Head and neck injury risks in heavy metal. Head banging is bad for you. I want you to say that one more time. I'm just going to lead with the end. Head banging is bad for no, you. No, hang on. No, 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 no. None of this. I'll give the second half of the statement bullshit. Say the whole sentence. Head and neck injury risks in heavy metal. Headbanging's bad for you. Okay, mm. Mm. So, the first half is a very logical thing to say, right? Because when it comes to heavy metal, you will be banging your head back and forth, and that will lead to injury. But the I don't know whether. Oh, I'll I mean, take like, it that far. If you do it enough times, you probably will injure sure. yourself, right? Let's just hypothetically say that, right? But so, you start with, you know, you start with some gentle metal. No, of course, of course. Yeah, it's not all. Oh, okay, because no, when, when I first heard this, I assumed, maybe incorrectly, that this was to live music. Sure, okay, yeah, right. yeah. that's a big assumption. Um, what is that? We need to agree on a question there, right? We need to agree on two questions. Oh, two questions. We have two, one each. <sighs> okay, so See, first one would be, what was the exposure that they used? Was it live? Was it recorded? 
Did they get like a retrospective study with a bunch of metal? I heads? think we can word this nicer so that it encompasses like more ask, more questions to ask. Him. Right. Maybe like okay. maybe like something like assuming this was a assuming this was an investigation. Yeah. Explain further. Well, there are the there are the two was. questions. Okay, cool. No, no, that's one question. Oh, okay. I think. Assuming this was I an experiment. Two, but yeah. Wait, what what, what was yours going to be? Saying like, what was the what was the population that they studied? What was going on? I see. Okay, it was it live music? Sure. Was it recorded? Let's go with mine first, just because okay. that might answer your question. Sweet. All right, cool. Okay. All right. Go. Here's the first question. Yes. Assuming this was an investigation of some scientific portion, maybe it is. Describe the procedure involved. So, the speed and angle of headbanging was analysed. Bullshit. And then they analysed what effects that would have on mm. the neck and head and brain and all that sort of thing. <clears throat> is, that all, called- is, that, is that honestly all you have to say about this question? That's all i got to say. Because he's basically just like said what he's just said again. But There's a, a guy called sentence. George Fisher who sings for... I mean, his, his stage name is Corpse Grinder. We'll leave that to one side. Okay. But he uh, sings for a band called Cannibal Corpse. Oh, I love Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. He's got a neck that is twice <laughs> the width of his head. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying... Repeat exposure to heavy metal might result in uh, neck hypertrophy. What's your question? Do you you want the same question? Still? Mine is what was the study population? The population? So who did they study to ascertain the risks of head banging? So, I believe the study was in fact, they went to several metal concerts and looked at the speed Ferocity and the angle of these headbangers. Oh, the old SFNA. Exactly. Correlations, yeah. <laughs> the SFNA. And that was it. So they sort of, it's, I'm guessing there was not a huge sample population in terms of actual headbangings, but a large sample population of what requires or, or what a typical headbanging is. Okay. What are your thoughts? My hot take? Yes. It's all bull. I agree with you. I think this is completely fake. So we're in agreement then. We are in agreement. We think this story, Adrian, is completely false. Well, I hate to tell you. What? But. No. Head and neck injury risks and heavy metal headbangers stuck between rock and a hard base. (laughs) Research from 2008. What the fuck? In Australia, objective to investigate the risks of mild traumatic brain injury and neck injury associated with headbanging, a popular dance from accompanying heavy metal music. Participants, tell us more. Headbangers. (laughs) Uh, Result: an average headbanging song has a tempo of 146 beats per minute, which is predicted to cause mild head injury. When the range of motion is greater than 75 degrees. <laughs> I love how they've defined oh, this. Get my protractor out. At higher oh. tempos and greater ranges of motion, there is a risk of net injury. <laughs> so to minimize the risk of head and neck injury, headbangers should decrease their range of head and neck motion. Or flex, just go to a Billy Eilish concert. <laughs> You're going very slowly. That's wow, I can't believe we've just given Adrian two points like that. Okay. <laughs> two points. Two points for you. He's also, a- other advice, only headbang to every second beat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay, alright, cool. Yeah. That wouldn't make you look like an absolute... <laughs> no, it would Yeah, no, you'd be fine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I tell you what, you'd probably make friends. 
That's what I think, Henry. Probably because they think You'd that. Make probably because they think that you're having a stroke, right? and they're like, oh, yeah, are you okay? Like, Can we please help? <laughs> Clearly, something is deeply wrong. Every second beat. Could you, maybe you could get into a headbang polyrhythm. Maybe. Chucking a cheeky, <laughs> cheeky 5-4 over what yeah, Amazing. A little paradiddle. <laughs> Mitch. A little neck paradiddle. <laughs> right now. That's Ad- the name of the episode. <laughs> right now Adrian's in front of you. He is. I'm upset. Do you have a statement to throw me and Adrian's way? Or oh, Adrian eyes, if you will rather. Because grammar exists. ancient tree is virtually immortal. That's it. <laughs> That's and it. now we Virtually how. immortal ancient tree. No, no, but now we understand how. That was the, the second half. It was this ancient tree is virtually immortal, and now we understand how. Ooh. Okay. okay. I think. Surely, sounds I, of, I've got a question. No, no, I'm not even going to back you. Pass it by me no. first. No, I just want to ask. No, no, hang on. Now you're not in the lead yet. Still, All right. Be careful, no, brother. I don't care. <laughs> how? Take it out. <laughs> How? What? That's one question. <laughs> That's your whole question. question. That's what I, I agree with that. That is one question. How? Hang on. <clears throat> how? Wait, wait. Oh, there we go. He's speaking the rest of it. He's ready. He's ready to bullshit and shout out for us. Here we go. By studying the cambium. Oh, that's lame. Come that's on. bullshit. You gotta give us None of this by studying by the cambium bullshit. Of course they worked it out by studying. Are you gonna give us? Are you gonna give us no more than that? No. <sighs> you can off. <laughs> no, 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 the entire premise of the segment is you tell us all you know. Oh, okay. all right. Well, you've got to yeah. ask a follow-up question. No, 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 no. The entire premise of the section is he tells us all he knows. So he has to go further right now. He has to. For the Do you know of... any more of yeah. how? What is cambium. the cambium even? That, that's not my question. That's something I feel like you should answer. The cambium is a layer between the bark and the actual rich sort of heartwood of the tree that contains oh, a lot the of the berry stems. Oh, I knew that. Cells, yeah. And those are the ones that are responsible largely for the growth, which is increasingly thin layers of this particular tree that I may or may not have made up. Can you please state about. the original statement again? What? You have to. The ancient... Uh, these ancient trees may actually be immortal. We finally know how. Okay. We finally understand. Okay, I, think Mike, I, I think my question should be, what kind of trees are they? That's yes. a pretty basic, fundamental question. Though. How did... No, no, because Macy, how do they know? He's going to say the cambium again. Because he's a dick. Uh, right? You could say, so, what does the cambium do? No, no, because he's already explained that the cambium is the part... He hasn't said the, what the cambium does. I'm like... What if we ask... Very specifically, what, what does the cambium do? No, 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 that's not the question. What if we ask when this happened? Like the study? Yeah, like when the study happened. Oh, but he could just make it up very easy. He really could. It's Who- hard for him to make up why it actually is true. What about this? Why does the tree um, live forever? Why does the tree live forever? Okay, let's go with that. I'm yeah. happy with that. You happy with that? Why? <laughs> why? Yeah. Mitch. Yeah. Does the tree live forever? Why is it considered yeah. immortal? The camp By these <laughs> scientific people. Because, because the cambium is the layer that governs most of the growth in the tree, and it's found in this particular tree to be so efficient and so adept at causing growth and removing waste, doesn't show any of the signs of aging that are typical of any other living organism. It's effectively immortal. True. I think we've asked the wrong question. I think it's true. I think we should have asked, like, what happens if a bushfire hits it? <laughs> oh no! Right, like. And genuinely, because like then it'd be like, would that will that still survive? But the answer. Yeah, if only you got more than two questions. questions. We have to Henry. agree on the same que- well, on the same answer here. Do we? We do. True. I have to agree with you on that. Do you? I don't know. 
Come on, agree. He's with referenced him. the cambium twice. He's he's used that as an answer for but both. But he knows questions. what the cambium is, and honestly, I wouldn't know that unless I googled it. I don't think I have enough evidence to convince you that it might be false because I don't have that evidence myself either. So I will back you on this. You're going with we me. We both think this is true. Mitch. True. Are we right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah did it. Yes. Which means I get two and Adrian gets two. What are they? Ginkgo thing? trees. Just oh, what does that mean? Ginkgo. They're like a maiden hair fern, but a tree. Okay. Yeah. And they're effectively immortal. Some of them are three thousand, three fucking thousand years old. Three fucking, three fucking thousand. For a tree! You Unbelievable! Know, you know, we were teething with Australia them. didn't exist, you know what did? Ginkgo! <laughs> you know, we were America! We're not a thing! <laughs> we you know what it was? <laughs> what, bitch? Big guess. Ginkgo? That was Ginkgo. So, you know what? I've heard that crocodiles. What about Germany? <laughs> I've heard that crocodiles have a similar feature. Yeah, right. You know, I don't know if it's true. Do they have a cambium? <laughs> No, apparently, I, I've heard that crocodiles don't die from old age. They die from other things. You know, we're, we're being eaten. <laughs> so Shot in the face. Exactly. <laughs> so, but also, he's an article saying, the no, shot in the face. That's crocodiles terrible. are not immortal. So yeah, what I've right. heard might be entirely wrong. Boom. We I had lobsters are immortal. Adrian, is that true or false? They're delicious. They are delicious. <laughs> so not in, uh, not in my vicinity. Sorry, <laughs> all vegetarians out there, but they not, are very good. Not immortal when Adrian's present. <laughs> you know, we were teetering on making this episode explicit or not until you said oh, it's, fuck it's like four times yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. one <laughs> sentence. I'm going to beep it out for fuck. the rent. I, I, you know what? Seriously, get ready for the beeps, ladies and gents. Fucking ginkgo. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> this tree, this tree, this tree, dope as fuck. It doesn't okay. give a shit. I just want to add. This article says that all the stories of crocodiles living forever is entirely untrue. What about <laughs> lobsters? lobsters? No. I don't know about lobsters. All right, here's my sentence. Here's my sentence. Y'all is ready for this? We dropped the f bomb already. Mitch dropped it five <laughs> times in the last two minutes. Y'all is ready for this? Are you actually gonna be, are you actually gonna be editing this, or yeah, are we just yeah. gonna drop it as explicit? No, I'm gonna edit it. Really? So we're gonna drop it as PG, but I'll like, try. Okay. All right, Henry, what's the story? Uh, fuck. <laughs> I'll try. Fuckity fuck. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. Um. Ready? Yes. Born ready. When tinkering with flying machine designs, Leonardo da Vinci would unethically replace wings from a real bird with his inventions for testing. Whoa. True. You reckon? But I'm going to ask some questions. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So he would true. take birds and replace them with his own wing design. Because Da Vinci didn't give yes. AF. He was one of the first originators of anatomy as a discipline. Because he was one of the only people who had enough bottle. Uh, big bottle. To <laughs> dissect. Shut up, Henry. To dissect. <laughs> Dead bodies. You know, you By yourself. Have a question each. We do. I know, we do. What's your question? Um, I need to think a little bit more. Do you okay. have a question? Oh, man. Do... So the birds... Okay. ...that had body parts replaced... Okay. What body parts were replaced... It's the wings, how did obviously. No, no, don't, don't, don't. How don't did he design them? Okay, is that your question? Just yeah. say, what were the birds? What, which birds? No, but he doesn't know. No, if he doesn't know, then it's a fucking lie. No, it's... Sorry. Beep. What, <laughs> what's the... What's the... Which birds? Which kind of birds did he get? 
Is that your question? That's, that's, that's Mitch's question. question. <laughs> question? No, no. Okay, it's my question, sure. Okay, which purse they get? Yeah. Okay. Well, this is an article from the from Da Vinci's Codex on the Flight of Birds. The example that he used there was the Great Kite, and he actually made a gliding machine. Damn it! Uh, that was tested first on smaller birds to scale. Uh, he used kites as the, the birds, kites, not like the. Like he strung them up next right? to yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, I have the quote here. An object offers as much resistance to the air as the air does to the object. You may see that the um, what is this word? beauty of its wings against the air supports a heavy eagle in the highest and rarest atmosphere. From these instances the and the reasons tree. given, a man, a man with wings large enough and duly connected might have to overcome the resistance of the air rising above it. This is a lot of effort that might have gone into a lie. <laughs> Was the audience listening? No. No. Uh, <laughs> no. No. A little bit. A little bit? Alright. Do you have a question? You're gonna you're gonna throw Adrian's question. I'm gonna throw my question. I'm gonna oh, throw your question. That was Adrian's that question. That's cheating. No, my question. No, it's not I cheating. Said kinda. That doesn't mean I was listening to all of it. <laughs> the audience was not listening to all of it. <laughs> okay. We're making our guesses, but they're they're silent. Yeah. Silent guesses. Was this okay. exactly. Alright, so you said kites, right? <laughs> this is just one example from the codex of on the Which final. R and bird. I think a question could be were there any other flying devices other than kites because Da Vinci designed a lot. He did. I've actually seen one of these codexes in person. Okay. The moving experience. So, yeah. What's uh, the question? A was it museum flying? museum exhibition. No. They didn't have a replica of his gyroscope though. Hmm. I don't know what that Like is. gyrocopter. So he was one of the first people to design a rudimentary helicopter. He was. It Wouldn't have flown. Doesn't matter. Um, What's the question? Audience? I think they're they're out of it now we're making our guesses not based off of what you guys are saying but based how on well the, we know you how well we know the you audience is making their person. guesses based on how well they know yeah. me <laughs> I've got a question yeah. did you make this up? <laughs> <laughs> now answer truthfully you ask that what is your question? bullshit Mitch? no what? no no no, no. one of you has to ask me a question you've asked one question you have one more question to ask me This is a real silence. You have, you're not on buffering right now if you're listening. Mm. Both gentlemen are thinking about a question to ask. Genuine me. silence. This is genuine silence. They're I feel like I co-opted thinking yours. About it. Adrian, do you want to go for another one? Oh, God. Um, did they fly well? <laughs> is that the question? That's my question. Mm. Is that actually did the question? They did they fly well? well. Of course they f***ing didn't fly well. <laughs> I can't believe that's your question. Do you they know put, the answer to they that or took, are you just saying? They took the wings off of a kite and replaced it with wooden wings to see if it flies well. You said well. it was a kite before. I still said it was a kite. You just said it, it was, they replaced <laughs> wings with wooden wings and now it's a kite? No, the, the, the bird, the kite. Bird's caught a kite. The bird's caught a kite. What? Yeah. <laughs> Adrian just broke up. The bird's playing at home. Adrian's the figured out what's going on. The reason why to stop. Oh no! Adrian's just collapsed. He's back. He's back. He's, back. He's okay. Uh. It's a knockout. I'll even give you some more information. <laughs> da Vinci tested an original flying machine on a mountain, Monserserie in Tuscany, with one of his apprentices. Tuscany. And the apprentice. It's Tuscany. It's Tuscany. 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 <laughs> Tuscany. <laughs> Tuscany. <laughs> Tuscany. <laughs> Tuscany. <laughs> 
the apprentice fell over and broke his leg. So at that point, he was like, all right, let's try it on birds. But of course it wouldn't work the same because you've just removed a wing from a bird and replaced it I with a like wooden apparatus. I feel like it's gotta be true. Of like course the not gonna fly. This is such extreme Holy shit. You know what? Yeah. I... This is silence. This is genuine silence. My, you guys need to agree on this. Do you this. agree or disagree? I need to agree on this. Are you saying it's true? I think it's true, but we've got to agree. Yeah, right. That's true. You both think it's true? Yeah, apparently. Okay, this is an absolutely made-up story. I just wow. stare at your faces. Wow. Um, I want to give a shout out to my good friend Joel for helping me come up with this statement. Joel, and I completely ran with it oh. from the get-go. There is no official. Record of Da Vinci unethically and immorally breaking birds' wings in an attempt to come up with a flying invention. However, the great kite is a real invention of his, and that, that that quote I gave you was a real quote he gave, but not to do with the story itself. So the boy will take two points so for his own. Woo! Did it! So angry. And that brings us to the end of our show. My goodness, I cannot believe that just like the very first Process Diary video, your boy has come out on top on this. Oh, I know! I know! Oh, he's, he's, just, yeah, he's only gone and done it. He's only gone and done it. We have Mitch sitting on positive one. We have Adrian sitting on positive four. I'm in the positive! Woo! And Henry is sitting on positive six and a half. Oh. This might be the one and only time. Henry has won this episode purely because you guys overthought the very first two headlines you were offered and I wasn't so gone that I couldn't unsuccessfully explain my thing about cuttlefish and 3D glasses. Incredible. Incredible. Well, well, had you. That's it. Well, uh, that's how it goes in the bad mean streets of science under the influence. Bad mean streets of science under the influence. Um, that brings us to the end of our first official show. Yeah. I can't believe it's, I can't believe we're here. This is this this has been uh, what seven month long journey of which Adrian has been a part of so much and and I appreciate you having me thank here. You for now, this honestly, from the from one episode from the, the bottom, from the of, bottom of me and Mitch's uh, Mitch's oh, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you for being part of this for so much of it, and we we cannot think of anyone better to to be here as the guest for the first official episode. Um, we're done. Henry's taken it out. Nice. This is a sentence you will never hear me say ever again for the rest of the season, I don't yeah. think. So, uh, if you enjoy the show, we are going to be available on the Twitters. On the Twitters, not just that, but we're going to try and push for Spotify, maybe yeah. iTunes, we'll think No, we'll be on iTunes. We'll be on we'll iTunes. Be on everything. Yeah, right. We'll be hosted everywhere. So, everywhere that you usually uh, pick up your quality podcasts, we're going to be mirrored to. So, it's Science Under the Influence, SUI for short. That's it. Um, we're going to be pushing this out as soon as we can. And we will be aiming to release this around monthly. Yeah, we'll try Let's our call best. call it monthly. We'll try our um, best. <clears throat> and for the next one, we will have a shiny new guest for you. That's no it. No offense, Adrian. It's okay. And another uh, audience, which will have varying degrees of will to participate. That's absolutely it. <laughs> yeah, which is usually a, a good way that it goes. And uh, thank you for so much. That's it. Thank you. Thank you for so thank much. Thank you for so thank much. Thank you for so much, audience. Thank you for so much. And what else? You're a f***ing chair. The best. The best. Somebody needs to sit blue shit on a squid. You're a f***ing legend.
don't listen to him. Your parents were like, leave the squid alone. You're like, just one more. Just one more goggle. You're a fucking hero. But that was how- Science is dope. Get amongst it. Henry, take us home. For those who have been helping us out from the start, we're incredibly grateful and very thankful. For those who have helped us along the way with our process diaries, we thank you so much. We could not be here right now without you guys. Yep. Thank you for listening for very Caitlin, much. Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin Joel, Joel, Adrian. Adrian. Thank you so much, guys. Champs. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing where this take, where, where we go with this. On behalf of Mitch, my name is Henry. I've been here with Adrian. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time on Science Under the Influence.